Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. This is going to be episode 52, Head, Chest, and Abdomen, Autopsy of Earl Thomas. Folks, before we get started now, don't forget, click on that subscribe button. Folks, this one here is going to be quite an autopsy because Earl Thomas literally got shot to pieces. All right, let's get started. Office of the Chief Medical Examiner, case number Alpha 8339, name of decedent Earl Thomas, black male 20. Anatomical diagnosis, multiple gunshot wounds to abdomen, chest, left forearm, and head. Number two, multiple maximata. Right ventricle heart, bilateral hemothorax, 1150 cc left, 150 cc right. Cause of death, multiple gunshot wounds to head, chest, and abdomen. Narrative of findings, this 20-year-old black male received multiple high-velocity small caliber gunshot wounds to the head, chest, and abdomen, producing injury to the liver, diaphragm, lungs, stomach, pancreas, heart, left humerus, radius, and ulna, brain, bleeding, and death. The blood alcohol level is negative. The urine drug screen is positive for tetrahydra cannabinol, which is the active ingredient in marijuana. Dr. Harlan is the one that performed the autopsy. Autopsy protocol. Autopsy number Alpha 83-39, case C83-159, Earl Thomas, black male 20, Date and hour autopsy, 1-14-83, hours. That's 2 p.m. Pathologist, Dr. Francisco Bell Harlan. An assistant is Dr. O'Brien and O.C. Smith. Final pathological diagnosis, primary series. Number one, multiple gunshot wounds. A, bullet number one. Entry at gunshot wound B, left upper quadrant, abdomen, 46 and a half inches above heel, traversing left lobe, liver, right diaphragm, right lower lobe, lung, producing 1150 cc hemothorax, through right intercostal space, 5 to six to be recovered in subcutaneous tissue, right posterior, axillary line, 54 and a half inches above heel, labeled 39.1, retained. Numerous minute fragments of bullet causing injury to stomach, 
pancreas, left diaphragm, left lower lobe, lung, producing 150 cc hemothorax, pericardium, right atrium, and ventricle, heart, no perforation. Direction is anterior to posterior, inferior to superior, left to right. B, bullet number two, entry at gunshot wound D, posterior aspect, left forearm, fracturing humerus, radius, and ulna, with multiple overstretched lacerations of forearm, to exit at gunshot wound E, volar surface, left forearm, where fragment recovered and retained unlabeled. Bullet re-entry at gunshot wound F, right anterior, chest, 52.5 inches above heel, recovered subcutaneously, right anterior chest, 54.5 inches above heel, labeled 39-2, retained. Direction is anterior to posterior, inferior to superior, left to right. Bullet number three, grazing wound at gunshot wound A, medical aspect, right upper arm and lateral aspect, right chest, 53.5 to 55 inches above heel, with disruption of subcutaneous and muscle tissue only, bullet not recovered, direction is anterior to posterior. D. Bullet number four, entry at gunshot wound C, right side of face, with large excavated defect, 62 to 63 and a half inches above heel, traversing skull with extensive comminution and production of secondary missiles to inner brain with extensive disruption. Fragments recovered, labeled 39-4. Direction is anterior to posterior, inferior to superior, left to right. Secondary series, number one, multiple moxotoma, right ventricle of heart, number two, Arthrosclerotic cardiovascular disease, aorta, minimal. Laboratory, urine drug screen, positive for tetrahydrocannabinol. Oral swabs, negative for tetrahydrocannabinol. Teeth swabs, negative for tetrahydrocannabinol. All right, 107 pounds, according to the autopsy protocol. Five foot, eight and a half inches tall. See the damage that was uh, done to the uh, body, the the blood that they measured in the different cavities. And then you see down here at the bottom the diaphragm and the trachea. Uh, you can see the heart up here. Notations he's got about the epicardium and the myocardium and guarding the heart. Also, you see down at the bottom, the lungs measuring the uh, amount of fluid that's in the lungs, talking about uh, the gunshot wound as well. Notations at the top regarding the stomach and then 
down towards the bottom, the notes he's made about the pancreas. Wound chart, I've highlighted the gunshot wounds in red, help you pick up on them easier. Skeletal diagram showing the different gunshot wounds and some of the fractures that were suffered in the body, specifically in the left arm. Another wound chart diagram, you can see the large defect side of the head right by the left ear. That's a massive defect. That's the grazing wound on the right side of the body. You can see that a near miss is pretty nasty looking. Overhead diagram of the skull and brain. See that large defect on the left side. Also you see all the multiple fractures of the skull. Diagram of the brain showing the damage to the brain from the gunshot wound. Microscopic summary. Lungs. Sections show areas of parenchymal disruption with hemorrhage adjacent to this, extending into many alveoli with evidence of air trapping. Other areas show alveolar collapse, and others are overdistended with floating septal remnants. A few alveoli are filled with eosinophilic material containing desquamated pneumocytes. Bronchi are frequently filled with blood. Heart. Sections of the right ventricle show endocardial nodules composed of thick-walled muscular vessels separated by moximatous tissue. Areas of hemorrhage and hemosiderin in macrophages are present. The endocardium is moderately thickened. The epicardium contains several areas of hemorrhage in the subepicardial fat. Venous structures of the right ventricle show endothelial proliferation and recanalization, but no inflammatory cells. The myocardium shows slight variation in fiber diameter and nuclear size, and myocardial cytoplasm is mildly vacuolated in some cells. A slight increase in interstitial fibrous tissue is present. Liver. One margin contains an area of disrupted parenchyma with associated hemorrhage. Pancreas. Sections show marked autolysis with multiple areas of recent hemorrhage. Kidney. Sections show pale pink proteinaceous material in Bowman's spaces about glomular tufts. Brain. Sections show multiple areas of parenchymal disruption with associated parenchymal and perivascular hemorrhage. There is subarachnoid hemorrhage in sections of cerebellum. Consent to an autopsy upon the body of Earl Thomas. Folks, y'all seen this before. This is the consent form that the state and the county try to get you to sign in order to consent to an autopsy. In this case here, Earl Thomas's mother signed this document. Mary Lee Thomas signed it. 13th day of January, 11.10 a.m. And this form is merely a consent form for the next of kin to sign. Recommendation and order for autopsy. We've discussed this form before. 
This is the government form stating that Earl Thomas needs to have an autopsy performed upon him, advising who the next of kin is. Government's merely doing this because Earl Thomas was a victim of a homicide. All homicides, there will be an autopsy. Report of investigation by county medical examiner. See on the top left there, I've highlighted in red, Echo 5, E5, was Earl Thomas's identification number until he was properly ID'd. See that uh, type of death, violent, comment, shooting, homicide, notified, middle of the page there you see the body chart, wound chart, describing the gunshot wounds, bottom left probable cause of death, and you see it's referring to the multiple gunshot wounds. Manner of death, you see you've got accidental, suicide, homicide, homicide obviously marked. Certificate of death, Earl Thomas. He's a part-time cook, worked at Sebastian Bagel Shop. Dad's name, Oliver Thomas. Mama's name, Mary Lee Walls. J.O. Patterson Funeral Home handled the remains. See calls of death, multiple gunshot wounds to head, chest, and abdomen. Manner of death, homicide, victim was shot. Homicide analysis sheet on Earl Thomas. See, it's got all the particulars for the event, 113-83-440 on a Thursday. That's when he was declared dead where it occurred at 2239 Shannon Private House. Weapon used M16 rifle. You see Homicide Bureau, their number, report number, and then down at the bottom you see the master file and the homicide number. Sergeant Holly's name is the one that did this form, so evidently he was in charge of just filling out the forms on everybody. I have another wound chart. See his designation number, top left, highlighted in red, E5. This form here, it's showing him as 70 inches, which would be 5 foot 10, a little different than the other one. Uh, looks like they gave him an inch and a half on this one, on his height. Bottom left, you see the clothing he was wearing at the time of death. I highlight in red all the gunshot wound. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode here. That, uh, that was a lot of damage to Earl Thomas's body. I don't know if you've noticed, but on most of the suspects, their gunshot wounds all came from the left, left side which would tell you that the officers were standing obviously to the suspect's left when they fired the rounds. Folks, I appreciate y'all tuning in. We'll get back together in a few days and do this again. And as always, we'll see you down the road.